This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, and welcome to the Bobby Podcast. My name is Bobby Kaz, and I started this podcast in August of 2021 because I wanted an outlet to talk because I love to talk to myself as weird as that sounds. Um, and I wanted an outlet to do it and believe it or not, it actually worked and people actually care about what I have to say, which is kind of crazy. But, um, you know, on this podcast, I talk about things such as eating disorder recovery, my experience, um, dealing with that and how I've been able to recover, um, other, you know, mental health issues that across my mind or just anything about my life that I feel is worth it to talk about. Um, it's been the greatest decision I've ever made, just being able to kind of just kick back and lay down in my bed with a microphone and just talk. Um, because in my head, there's only so much I can fit into a TikTok, an Instagram reel, a YouTube short. Like I love the long form kind of content where I can really speak my mind and get my full points across. So if you're into that, stick around because like I said, this is one of the greatest decisions I've made for myself. And I really hope you enjoy the episode. So thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Bobby Podcast. Um, and again, I feel like I say this literally every time I record uh, an episode now, but it's been a little bit since my last, you know, solo episode. I feel like I'm just down to like once a month now, and it's just, you know, inexcusable. It's just not the kind of consistency I would like. Um, my goal this year was to upload, I think, 50 episodes, and like we're just not even close to that right now. But I mean, shit happens like it's in the way I'm not, um, you know, going to beat myself up for it because it's fine. Uh, but I love doing this. I love, you know, it's just sitting down and just talking to myself. Basically, I know I'm not I know it's not to myself. It's to all of you. But um, still, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do. And I just for some reason, it just, I just sometimes it's like the thought of just sitting down and just talking. It just it just feels like the hardest thing in the world to do, which is just ridiculous because it's honestly for me one of the easiest things you can do or I can do. Um, so it's just the, just the thought of just doing it sometimes just feels really bearing. And I think it's cause like, sometimes I don't want to like, I don't have any ideas of what I want to talk about. Um, I feel like I, I just, I just run out of ideas, things to say, um, or like, I'm worried like the episode isn't going to be long enough, which is like, there's no requirement for how long a podcast episode needs to be. It could be 20 minutes. It could be an hour. It could be 10 minutes. Like there's no need, like there's no time requirement for podcasts. So I don't know why I get all my, all up in my head about that. Maybe because I feel like when I first started doing these, I was doing like one one a week, two a week, even sometimes I was just like so motivated to do these. Um, and then, you know, life happens, shit gets in the way and then you kind of taper off. And then next thing you know, you're doing like one episode a month, if that. Um, so I'm trying not to, to do that anymore. I'm really just trying to just think less and just do more. Um, literally just, like I said, just plug my mic. Like all I have to do is just plug my microphone into my computer and then just open up my uh podcasting platform app and then just hit record and that's then we're good uh and now that i'm doing this i feel great again so i just got to keep doing that more and more I'm, I'm gonna try to get back to once a week once every two weeks um but anyways that was just two minutes of me rambling about absolutely nothing uh today's episode is going to be about when you kind of realize or when i've kind of realized that recovery from an eating disorder is paying off 
Um, and what inspired me to make this was literally like an hour ago. Um, I was at the gym and I hit my heaviest deadlift ever. I, I finally surpassed 300 pounds on my deadlift. And that was one of my goals this year um, was to hit that. And I ended up doing 315 pounds for three reps, which um, is, is great. I mean, that's like I said, I, I, I hit my goal for the year. I went in this morning thinking I was going to do 300 for one. And then I ended up doing 315 for three. So, you know, you kind of uh, over overachieved. Um, but I, you know, after I, I did it, I was really, you know, I felt accomplished. And I realized like kind of like when, when I accomplished something, I kind of always tend to like look back to like how I got to that point. And I know like, you know, hitting a, a personal best on a lift isn't like this, you know, huge deal where you have to like, you know, look back years and years and years. But like, um, I was just thinking like, man, like if I was still, you know, deep in my eating disorder and I was just like, you know, and all these terrible thoughts, habits, behaviors, like there's no way I'd be able to, to deadlift 315 pounds. There's, there's just no way I wouldn't have the strength for it. I wouldn't have the endurance. I wouldn't have the, the energy for it. Um, so, you know, it kind of just made me realize like, wow, this is one of those moments where, um, recovery is paying off. Like there's, it really is paying its dividends. Um, because I think sometimes we get caught, um, in like, like when we're having like a bad day in recovery or a bad stretch or just like, you know, the easiest thing in the world to do just feels like going back to square one and just forgetting all about recovery in general. Like when those days happen. Um, it's hard to really see the end of the tunnel, like the light at the, at the end of the tunnel and like see where it really pays off. Um, but there are moments where I'm sure it's happened to all of you. Like there are moments where you really realize like, man, like this shit is worth it. Like this recovery shit is like worth it. It's paying off. I'm, I'm seeing, um, you know, great progress, great stride. I know not every day is perfect, but like these little reasons, um, are why recovery is paying off. And I kind of want to talk more about those because I've, I've been noticing these, you know, kind of moments in my life happen more and more, um, especially this year, because I've, I've been able to do a lot of really great things this year, just personally. Um, and I just realized, like, in the grand scheme of things that like none of those things would have been possible if it wasn't for recovery. So I kind of want to use this episode as kind of like a, um, just like kind of a reminder of like that, you know, even if you're having a, a rough stretch, a rough patch, a rough day, a rough meal in recovery, like the there are still reasons to keep going. And, um, you know, these are just moments in my life where I kind of realized like, like, man, like recovery is paying off. Like, even though I had these, these rough stretches, like it's still fucking paying off and I'm really glad I chose to recover. So I, I just want to talk a little bit about some of those moments that I've experienced in today's episode. Okay. So the very first or the biggest life instance that's happened to me recently where I kind of realized that recovery was really paying off or it really has paid off was I recently just got back from a amazing trip to Italy um, I was with 12 other of my family members. Um, we all went to Italy and I was, you know, extremely grateful for the trip. And it was just like probably one of the best, like nine, 10 days of my entire life. Um, I like didn't want to leave. I didn't want to come back. Um, it was my first time in Europe, second time leaving the country. Um, but literally it was one of just the, the greatest experiences of my life. Um, I ate some of the best food I've ever eaten in my entire life. I'm not even kidding. Like every meal was just just seemed to be better than, than the previous. It was just literally like, I think I like, I think for 10 days I just ate pasta, pizza and gelato and I was totally okay with that. And it was just awesome. Like I, I like we went to restaurants where um, you could like see somebody making the pasta from scratch, like right, like right in front of you. And it was just like, so like, you know, everything was just fresh and 
it just tasted just, oh my God, it was just unbelievable. Um, and, you know, I thought about it and I was like, man, like if this happened, you know, if, if this trip was planned, you know, three, four years ago, I don't think, or no, I know I would not have enjoyed it to the capacity of where I did because I thought about it and I said, okay, so these last, so these 10 days in Italy, I did not exercise. I mean, like we walked around a good amount, but like I was not exercising. I was eating, like I said, like pasta, pizza, gelato the whole time. Um, I was just off routine. Um, I didn't, I was not really in control of where we went to eat most of the time or if really any of the time, um, like my eating schedule was a lot different. So like all of those things combined would have just like thrown the old me into this really big, just crisis in my head. And I just would have spent the entire time thinking about, you know, how much weight I'm going to gain on this trip. Cause I'm not working out. Um, just all the shitty food I'm going to eat, you know, I'm not going to be able to eat healthy. Um, you know, I'm not going to be able to burn all the food out, like all these, like just these, these negative self food and body image, um, these negative self thought talks just, you know, come into my head. Um, but that did not happen. That, that simply did not happen because, you know, I've, I've been in recovery for a long time now. Um, this was, this kind of felt like the ultimate like test in a way. It was like, all right, like this is what you've been kind of working in all these years for. Like, here's now this big ass trip you're going on, that's going to be filled with amazing food all the time. You're not working out like everything you've kind of like worked for or worked hard to improve upon is kind of going to be on display during these 10 days. Um, and that's exactly what happened. And adding on to it, I might make this into a whole nother segment on this episode. Um, but the day before I left, like literally the day before I left, I was at, um, one of my friends from college's grad parties and I went in, it was like, it was, there was a pool, like it was a pool party kinda. And I went to the pool with my Apple watch and it, uh, it got damaged, it got water damage. Um, which is kind of weird because like with the Apple watch, like you can like turn the the nozzle or whatever it's called uh, the dial and like you can uh, eliminate or get the water out of there but like i was literally in the water for like 10 seconds and i it just shut off like i didn't even, i didn't even have the option to, to to get the water out so it got damaged like the day before i went on this trip and um it broke so i, I literally couldn't wear it on the trip there was i i it just wasn't working so that was just adding on another element because i was so used to having my apple watch on for the last you know four years or so um, it was just always on me. So I could always see, you know, the steps and everything like that. Um, so that was a whole nother kind of, um, what's the word? I don't know. Another kind not demon. Like it was just another kind of, uh, added force. I had to, I had to deal with on the strip because I, I didn't have my Apple watch. I wasn't, I, so I couldn't really see how much, you know, I was burning or how many steps I had. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm kind of past that point anyways, but, um, I was just so used to just having it on me. Cause I, I got this Apple watch when I turned 18 and I'm 22 now. So it's been four years um, of just having this watch on every day. Um, so now it's damaged and I'm going on this big trip where, like I said, I'm, I'm eating out all the time. I'm not really exercising. So I literally have no idea, like any of my, you know, metrics or anything. It's just like, like I said, it doesn't really matter anyways, but it was just another added element to, uh, this trip for me. And like I said, it was just, I was really pleasantly surprised with how I handled it. Like I felt really good the entire time I was there because I kept reminding myself like, dude, this is literally like potentially the only time you will ever be in Italy. Like, I hope it's not the case because Italy was fucking amazing. I, I want to go back like very soon. I hope it's not, but it could be like you are in Italy one fucking time. This is your first time there ever. You're literally experiencing an entire, you're on the other side of the world. Like it's really 
Like your focus should not be on food. It should not be on body image. It should not be on exercise. You have the rest of the year to, to worry about that. Like you are on this, you know, once in a lifetime trip with your family members, loved ones, just enjoy it. Like literally enjoy it. And that's exactly what I did. Like anytime, you know, we, somebody offered to go out to eat, I was like, hell yeah, I'm in. Or if anybody wanted to like get gelato, like, fuck yeah, I'm down. Um, like I literally had some of the best gelato in my entire life. It was like the, I got like vanilla lemon and like chocolate all in one. The lemon chocolate was an interesting combo. I kind of got some weird looks for that from the workers there, but it was gas. It was, it was really good. Um, I had the best pasta dish in my entire life. The last night we were there in Rome, um, it was just like, and that was a restaurant where, like where you could see the the lady uh, making the pasta from scratch um, right across from us. It was just like, it was just an unreal trip filled with just amazing food. Um, I drank more than I ever have usually. And that's like, I mean, I'm not saying that's a good thing, um, but like, I mean, I, I didn't go crazy, but like, I don't really drink too, too much. Um, but like, I'm pretty much a very, I'm a very social drinker. So like, if I'm in social settings, like sure, I'll drink, I'll have a couple of drinks. And, but we were out like every night pretty much. So that kind of turned into a, uh, I was kind of drinking, I had a, I had a couple of drinks like every night pretty much. Um, and alcohol used to scare me a lot, you know, like the calories and alcohol, cause they're literally just empty calories. There's, there's no use for your body. Like that used to kind of freak me out. Um, but again, I was like, dude, just like, enjoy this time. Like you're in Italy, you're just, you're, you're fine. It's all going to be fine. And fast forward, uh, we got back like three weeks ago. And I'm totally fine. Like I'm totally fine. Like all the food I ate, all the drinks I had, um, the the lack of exercise. Like the most exercise I got was just like walking from place to place. And like honestly, at times that was kind of a a lot of a lot of exercise because we did walk around a lot. I mean, we went to you know four or five different areas in uh, in Italy. Um, but you come back and you're fine. Like seriously, like. Um, and I, that, that would have just thrown me for such a big loop a couple of years ago. And it just reminds me of how far, you know, I've come and it just reminds me of how great recovery is because like, let's say like I wasn't recovered, I probably would have spent that time waking up immediately thinking about, you know, the, 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 the big Italian dinner we had the night before filled with pasta, bread. That's another thing. I had so much bread too. It was so good. Uh, all the bread, pasta, pizza, gelato. I would have thought about that all day. And then guess what? You know, it's a new day. So we're probably going to have more of that. It just would have been just an endless cycle of just me overthinking about all the food I'm going to eat, try to find ways to like work out, even though the circumstances are just impossible. Um, you know, try and find ways like areas like run in or like, you know, get extra steps in, but there's just no need for that. Like I spent a lot of my mornings just like, like the mornings I could waking up and just sitting by the pool and just drinking whatever, um, eating whatever. Um, I had like this, uh, I don't know, like a ham and cheese, like, uh egg sandwich for breakfast like on this like um oh was it ciabatta i don't know it was some uh oh, on sourdough bread for breakfast like i never do that but like i was in italy and it's the food was just amazing and it was just such an awesome experience and i wouldn't trade those those 10 days for anything so that's probably like the biggest like easily like like the biggest and just most jarring kind of experience i've had over this last over this year of 2023 like i mean bar none um, where it just really reminded me like recovery is so worth it, dude. Like I can actually see it paying off like in real time. Like you, you like, you don't even think, you don't think about it in the moment because you're just, you're just, cause you're having a good time. You're not thinking about food or body. Like you just, you eat what's in front of you, you drink what's in front of you. Um, you're not really thinking about it, but like now that time has passed, I can reflect like, wow, like that was really, really like the first like vacation I've ever been on where like. I was not really thinking about food and body image like at all. Like I feel like every time I go on vacation, I would spend a good chunk of it just thinking about that kind of stuff all the time. 
um, like whether it was what I just ate, how I'm going to burn it off, just, you know, worrying about, you know, losing all my progress from home, but like what progress when you think about it really, I don't know. So I, I just, it was just awesome. It was just, I just felt really good about that because like there were times, you know, where it's just like, man, like, am I really recovering? Like, is this really working? Um, but this right here show me that it is working and it just gives, gives me even more motivation to like keep going um, in recovery because, you know, I think, you know, every day is just, you get, you get, it's just trying to be better than the day before. And even if there are bad days, that's all right. You just focus and move on to the next day. But no, easily this Italy trip was like literally the best trip of my entire life. It was one of some of the best 10 days of my entire life. And I wouldn't trade anything of that for anything, even the, like, especially the food. It was just so, I can't get over how good the food was. Um, it was kind of, it was a tough transition going back to American soil and eating just like, you know, the food I normally eat here again after eating just all that amazing deliciousness in Italy. But, um, so yeah, it just literally this Italy trip made me realize just how much recovery really is paying off. Okay. So this next reason as to why I feel like re recovery is paying off is, is I, I alluded to it in the previous segment is that, you know, my Apple watch got damaged a couple weeks ago, about a month ago. And I ended up being without my Apple watch for about three weeks. I ended up getting a new one when, so my phone was due for an upgrade about last week. It was like last week and it just happened to come with a watch as part of the deal. So I took it. Um, but if, if the watch was not a part of the deal, I, I think I would have been okay not getting a new watch. Like I was okay without one. I, I, I was, like I said, three weeks without an Apple watch and I felt great. And I think about like, man, if this, if my Apple watch broke two or three years ago, I, I don't think I would have been able to make it. I really don't think I would have been. I was so obsessed and enamored with what this watch was telling me every single day. And I've talked about it before, but like freshman year of college, I'll literally never forget. Like I had a class that went from 9.40 AM to 11 AM. It was geology. It was my geology lecture, 9.40 to 11. And for those who don't know, their Apple watch has this thing called stand hours and uh, if you stand for a minute within that hour, so say from like 10 to 1059, if you stand for a minute, you get that stand hour. And I, ideally you want to get 12 of those hours a day. So you can close that ring. You have your three rings, the move ring, the exercise ring and the stand ring. So this geology class went from 940 to 11. So I'm, I was sitting down from 10 to 1059, an entire hour. And there would be times where my, where my professor would let us out a couple minutes early. So like I would still get that stand hour. Like he let us out at like 1056. So I'd, I'd get out and get that stand hour. But like when he didn't, when he let class go to the full time, dude, I literally would start having like a panic attack because I wasn't going to get that stand hour. Like that's how obsessed I was with this Apple Watch. Like I, if I didn't close my rings every day, I just thought I was just going to just gain a million pounds and it was going to be over. And I just like didn't. I, I just thought it was over. I really thought it was over. If I didn't hit my, my move rings every day, it didn't matter how sore I was, how tired I was, how low energy I was. I just, I had to hit all these rings every single day. Um, thankfully, that's not the case anymore. I don't need to do that. Um, I don't really care at all if I hit my rings or not. If I do, great. If I don't, whatever. It's It really doesn't matter. Because like what helped me out was I think back to like, it's kind of like my, my two week rule with food where it's like, Try and think of it, try and think of everything you ate two weeks ago today. And if you, and you probably can't. So like, why stress about it now? If you're not going to remember that you ate it two weeks from now, same thing with the Apple watch. Like I used to get so frustrated if I didn't like hit my rings, but then it's like, okay, well tell me, you know, tell me if you hit your rings three weeks ago today, or tell me how many steps you walked 17 days ago. Like, there's no way, like, I don't know the answer to that. So like, why am I 
stressing out about that all the time if I'm just not even going to care or remember, you know, a week or two from now. Anyways, who cares? I can tell you how many steps I got yesterday. Um, so that helped me out a lot getting over the Apple Watch. So when it broke, I'm not going to lie, like for a split second, I was kind of like, oh, like, holy shit, like my watch is broken. Like I've worn this thing pretty much every day for like four years now. Like I said in the first segment, like I've worn this thing every day for like four years. Like it's just going to be weird. Well, first of all, I think the worst part about this ended up being my watch tan is like really bad. Cause like I said, I've worn this thing every day. So like I it's just, it's this part of my wrist is still very white. Um, thankfully I have the watch again, so it covers it. But yeah, that was kind of a rough couple of weeks there without the, with that tan line there, but that was the worst part of it. Like I will admit the first day or two was kind of weird. Cause like I said, I'm so used to it. Um, kind of just always being on me and I can always just like see like how many steps I have or I get, you know, honestly, without just exercise stuff, um, not including that, I think the weirdest part was not getting my phone notifications to my watch. Cause like if you have an Apple watch, if ever, like whenever you get a text or um, a call or whatever, like it goes right to your watch first. Um, so that was probably the weirdest thing, like my notifications going back to my phone first. So like if my phone was in my pocket or if I wasn't around my phone, I wouldn't know I got a text or something. So that was kind of an adjustment, but I mean, I think it really did help that the first day that it broke was when I was traveling to Italy. So I had like an eight hour flight. I was traveling, I was at the airport, like I was busy. So I wasn't really thinking about it too, too much. Um, so that kind of made it easier once the couple of days go by and I'm, I realized, oh shit, I've gone three days without my Apple watch and I'm totally fine. I don't need it. Um, so that was definitely an adjustment the first couple of days, but after that, it was pretty much smooth sailing. And like I said, I ended up going three weeks without my Apple watch. And if it wasn't for my phone upgrade, I don't think I would have one right now. And I'm totally, I would have been totally content and okay with that. And that again, just shows you like, how far you can really go in recovery and, and you can just see that recovery is finally starting to pay off because there's again there's no way a couple of years ago i could have seen myself like like i'm at like my my first workout that i did without my apple watch felt like a fever dream for a second but then like you do the workout and you're just kind of like okay that's fine like I, it was a great workout i feel good i don't need to you know know my stats from the workout because like you just you, you still do the work like, like you don't need the watch to do the workout, you know, it's not, it's not how it works. You can do the workout without it. Um, it was just honestly a really interesting experience. And I'm honestly glad it happened. Looking back, I'm very glad my watch broke because I don't think I know, I know I would not have gone those couple weeks without it. And I wouldn't have, again, it kind of felt like a test. Like I'm kind of testing my, my progress here a little bit. Like, okay, like, you know, now that you're, you've been, in, you know, now that you've been recovering for a couple of years now, like, like, let's see. Let's, let's let's put that let's put that to the test again. Like like I want you to go three weeks without your Apple Watch. See what happens. Um, and this is what happened. I, nothing nothing bad happened. Literally nothing bad happened. And again, it's just like that constant reminder. Of like we just get like I know I get get so caught up in my head over just the most like mundane and just uh, minuscule things um, that don't actually matter. Like again, who cares how many steps I got on April 9th? because it's July twenty second now. And I don't I don't care to know. It doesn't matter. Um, like the watch should just be used as like a helpful tool here and there. Um, or if you just want to use it for the time or for your notifications on your phone, like that's all it should be for. It should not be this, this obsessive device that, you, that, that just controls your mind and thoughts 24 seven. That's not how it should be. Um, so yeah, no, I'm honestly in hindsight, I'm really glad my Apple watch got damaged. It's still really weird to me though. Like I said, like I, I was in the water for like 10 seconds and I didn't even have the option to get the water out. I'm thinking maybe it was because the pool was like, it was like a saltwater pool. Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Um, it was the weirdest thing, 
Uh, but yeah, never turned back on. It was actually, no, it did turn back on. I got back. So I left it at my house. And when I went to Italy, I got back from Italy. I charged it. I turned it on and like it turned on, but it was like this weird screen I've like never seen before. And then it turned back off and then it was just, it was just cooked after that. But <laughs> anyways, um, so yeah, so I feel like my watch breaking was like, it really proved to me that like, I, I do have a healthier relationship with my Apple watch and just with exercise and uh, food in general. Like I don't, I don't need to uh, hit these rings. I don't, I don't need to hit a certain step count to, to feel like I did something that day or to feel like I, I deserve food or anything. Um, so that seriously, like that was one of the biggest things that made me realize that recovery is paying off and it happened by accident. I, w- I did not go into that pool thinking, oh man, I can't wait, to, I can't wait to go break my Apple Watch. Like that was not my intention. It just kind of happened accidentally and I'm really glad it did. So that is, that is another huge reason as to why I think recovery is paying off. All right. So the third and final reason why I feel like recovery is actually starting to pay off is just saying yes to so many more things. And I've talked about this before, but literally saying yes is one of the greatest things you can do in recovery. Um, if there's food involved, I, I feel like, or just, uh, just a new life experience. Like I just think about what I've done this summer so far, since I, since I finished, uh, college since, since I've been home, um, I've been to, I've been invited to like grad parties, like where you stay the night, where you stay two nights. Um, I've been invited to these trips that I'm going on soon. And I've said yes to every single one of them where in the past, I don't think I would have because for the primary reason of it's going to throw off my food schedule. Like I used to get so up in arms if my food schedule was like different for one singular day. Like there was a period of time where like, if I didn't eat like the same things at the same times every day, I was going to go like insane. Um, I just, I couldn't imagine life without this specific eating schedule. Um, but that has not happened so far this year. So far this year, like I said, I've gone to, uh, these like weekend kind of parties where, you know, I'm, I'm away from home for a couple nights. I'm, I'm a couple hours away. Uh, I spend a couple nights with my friends. I'm out doing whatever, like my eating schedule is totally off. Like I sleep into whatever I eat breakfast at whatever I, I, I eat different foods than I normally would have. And like, I feel fine about it. Um, I really do. I feel great about it because I, I just think I was just way too in my head for so long. Cause like, it's weird because there was a time like, so my ED was really at its peak, I guess in 2018. And then 2019 was when I felt really good with food. Like I was doing the same, like saying yes to everything. I, I was eating kind of whatever, when I wanted to, I was working out, lifting great, whatever. And then like, I got to college in like 2020, 2021 ish. I kind of got into this like obsessive kind of like I need to eat this food at this time or else uh, I don't know something bad's going to happen. Like I don't know when that started or like how that started. But so it's kind of weird how I went from like, you know, restrictive ED to 2019. I felt really good. And then I went into binge eating and then it, like in late 2019, I got into binge eating. And then in 2020, 2021-ish, it was a period of time where like I just felt the need to eat the same food at the same time every day. I don't, I, I got to figure out how exactly that started. I, I'll figure it out eventually, but I, it's still just interesting. So like, it's only been like for like the last like year, year and a half now where like I'm kind of letting myself free of that mindset and that, of that mentality. And it only gets easier every time I say yes to something. It's like, wow. Like, like I'm going to, to San Francisco in a, in a couple of days, um, for like for four days. And in my head, it's like, well, man, like I just got back from this you know, a little like weekend trip with my friends. Like I, I, like I, I already was off track for a weekend and now I'm already going back and traveling again to be off track even more. And then I'm seeing my friends again the week after I come back. So that's even more being off track. But like, 
dude, who cares? Like you're going to have a great time. You're, you're still going to eat really great food. Who cares if you're going to be, you know, quote unquote, you know, off track for a couple of days. Um, like just be grateful that, that you can go on these trips. Like so that's the biggest thing. Like be grateful that you have the ability to uh, go on these trips that, you know, the places you, the places you've never been before or to see your friends from college. Like that's the biggest thing that's been hitting me the most since finishing school is like, I'm really not going to see my friends like nearly as often as, as I used to, because obviously, you know, we're all in, we all went from living in the same uh, campus to, you know, being dispersed across uh, our, across different states, different parts of the country. Like it just sucks. Like I've seen my friends. So I graduated like two months ago and I've seen my friends maybe three or four times max since then. And that's two months. Um, that's only going to get worse. Like it's only going to become, you know, less and less often. I feel like as everybody starts, you know, transitioning to their adult lives, so I want to make the most of the time I have with my friends while I can. Um, and if that means I, you know, I, I, I eat like shit for a couple of days and, you know, drink like shit and just, you know, feel like shit. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to justify feeling like shit, but like, I'm okay with that because I, I, I want to value relationships way more than just eating a certain food at a certain time. Like I, that just doesn't, who cares? That doesn't matter. Um, I, I'd rather focus on my relationships, with, my relationships with people and like, I'm still going to be eating really good food. Like I, like when I was just with my friends last weekend, I had some really good food. I had a really great, you know, uh, hungover bacon, egg and cheese on a bagel. It was delicious. Like <laughs> I would not have eaten that if I was still at home, you know? So it's just, that's the biggest thing that I feel like I just, I, that took the longest to get out of my head was like this whole, you know, eating a certain meal at a certain time. Uh, and if it doesn't, your whole day is thrown off, like even getting like invited to like one off like dinners and like lunches, like uh, a couple nights ago, I, I had this plan for dinner that I was going to make myself. And then I got invited to go out to Texas Roadhouse. Um, and in the past, I would have been like, ah, you know, what? no, I'm cooking for myself. Like, I'm OK. Um, I rather just, you know, I'm sticking to my plan. But now I'm like, hell yeah, I'll go to Texas Roadhouse. I'll eat those rolls with the cinnamon butter. Like, those are fucking delicious. And I got, you know, this nice chicken dish. And then we went out for ice cream after and it was just awesome. So. Again, that's just why those are just the biggest three reasons why I feel like recovery has just been paying off and it's, it really feels worth it. Cause like I said, there are just really some, some rough stretches, rough times in recovery where like, you just feel like you're just going backwards and nothing is working and everything's just going to shit. And all you want to do is just go back to square one and go back to all your bad habits. And cause that feels like the easiest thing to do. And I understand cause I've been there too. Um, definitely have, but just a reminder, just keep, keep going one day at a time, keep pushing it forward. Like there is light at the, at the end of the tunnel um, and you will be able to reap the benefits of recovery um, in your life. You just will like this. You will. And and you might not notice it in the moment like I did. Like I said, um, like when I was in Italy, I didn't really notice that I was like not thinking about food at all. And I was kind of just going with the flow until after I got back and reflected a little bit like, damn, like that's progress right there. Like you may not see the progress in the moment, but you will be able to look back and reflect and be like, holy shit, I'm in such a better spot than I am right here than I was two years ago, a year ago, six months ago, two months ago, whatever. Um, so healing is possible. Always remember that. Um, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the, of the Bobby podcast. Like I said, I'm trying to be more consistent. I want to go back to, you know, at least multiple episodes a fucking month. I feel like I've just been really slacking. I apologize. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode and thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bobby podcast. If you found this episode relatable, if you resonated with it in any way, if it made you feel less alone, that's truly amazing. That's incredible Um, because that's the goal of this podcast. I really want to make and help others feel less alone, whatever they're going through, because this, this stuff is tough, you know, like 
ED recovery is tough and I never want anyone to feel alone in this because I know there were times I felt alone. So um, I never want anyone to feel alone. So if you um, found this episode enjoyable, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Check out my TikToks. Um, I will leave all those links in the description. I really appreciate you listening. You're all the best. Have a great rest of your day.